Welcome to this episode of the Contend Podcast, a podcast dedicated to encouraging Christians to contend for the faith delivered to the saints. Here's your host, Sam Geckler. Alrighty, thank you for joining me for this episode of the Contend Podcast. Um, I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving uh, last week and a good time with friends and family and whatever you did, I hope you had a good time and, and that you remembered to thank God for what you had. Uh, and if you haven't listened to the Thanksgiving as a Way of Life uh, mini-series, the two-week series that we did uh, last week and the week before, uh, take a minute and listen to those. Uh, it's good to listen to those even when it's not the week of Thanksgiving because we need to be thankful all the time. Um, and I hope you'll just bear with me a little bit uh, today during this podcast. I've been a little under the weather, so my voice is not what it <clears throat> normally is. I might be taking a couple sips of coffee during the during the podcast today. So uh, just bear with me with that. Um, so we had that couple-week mini-series with Thanksgiving, uh, and they're just uh, the past couple weeks, but we're going to jump back into our daily walk through the book of James today on this podcast, and we're going to get into that in just a moment here. Uh, but first, I have a couple news stories uh, that I want to share uh, that we can look at and, and maybe just uh, talk about for just a second. Um, neither one of, well, one of them is less important. One of them is a little more somber and a little more important. Uh, the first one, Last week, uh, Saturday, was the uh, Ohio State-Michigan football game, the, probably the biggest rivalry in sports it's been called. And during the uh, game, um, J.K. Dobbins, uh, who is Ohio State's running back, scored four touchdowns, ran for 211 yards in the um, in the beatdown of Michigan. Uh, go Buckeyes. As many of you know, I'm a... Ohio State fan, so that's a, a good thing for me. But nonetheless, during the the after his last touchdown, uh, one of the announcers talked about how that uh, his mom was pregnant with him when she was only 18 years old, and uh, she went to um, have an abortion, but then changed her mind. He he said she went to the doctor because she was thinking about having an abortion, but changed her mind. That baby turned out to be that young man, J.K. Dobbins, who she calls uh, her miracle baby, and. That uh, drew a lot of praise from uh, pro-life um, activists and whatnot. A live action tweeted, wow, uh, a, a CFB on Fox football announcer just shared that the mother of star at Ohio State player at J.K. Dobbins 22 walked out of an abortion facility and rejected abortion after becoming pregnant at 18. And so many uh, people have praised this. I'm sure you've seen this story um, on, on Facebook or wherever it may be, but... Um, what a what a wonderful uh, thing for us as people who value life and value um, <clears throat> excuse me value uh, life of even a uh, preborn baby to, to see what uh, if if we fight for this and we make uh, the decisions uh, that go along with this and, and push for people to to not abort and to if, if they can't uh, if they weren't expecting it whatever it may be to uh, look at other options whether it be adoption or something like that instead of abortion and and we can point to this story not that everyone's going to uh, want their son to be a, a running back at a, a college or whatever it may be but we can point to uh, this kind of thing and say hey just you don't know what, what what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen if you don't abort there. So um, in uh, something a, a little more somber, as I said, in, in a, 
in uh, Burkina Faso in Africa, uh, Muslim gunmen stormed a church this past Sunday and killed uh, 14 people, including the pastor and several children. Uh, the attack took place in a village that I cannot even say the name. It's near uh, Niger in the east region of the small country there. And they sprayed bullets into the congregation and the assailants the assailants fled on motorbikes. This this post on uh, ChristianPost.com uh, reads: A security source told uh, the outlet an armed individual carrying carried out the attack, executing the faith faithful, including the pastor and children. On Sunday, uh, the president of of uh, this place announced the news on Twitter and condemned quote the barbaric attack, and and we see. Uh, responses from different people coming out, people claiming that it was Muslim, people defending Muslims, and um, it says, according to the Africa Center for Strategic Studies, such attacks have quadrupled over the last two years in Burkina Faso and left dozens uh, dead in this year alone. Additionally, an estimated uh, 500,000 people have been forced from their homes uh, amid the unrest, according to the UN. We see that this is a, a terrible thing, uh, that's happening around the world. Um, another uh, couple instances, just to put this in perspective, in June, gunmen stormed a village in, in north of Burkina Faso, and uh, Burkina Faso and ordered people who had been chatting outside to lie down. The armed assailants then executed four Christians found to be wearing uh, crucifixes around their neck. In uh, May, a Catholic church was attacked in the northern town of da Dablo. I think, where gunmen also killed the pastor and five churchgoers, uh, some of whom were uh, church elders. Also in May, four Catholics were killed during a procession with the statue of the Virgin Mary. Um, in April, a pastor of five ch and five churchgoers were killed um, in the northern part of the country. In February, a 72-year-old priest was mur murdered by jihadists at the border uh there in the same month, a 54-year-old pastor was killed on the road um, between two towns. In September, uh, the Catholic charity aid to the church reported that Islamic, Islamic extremists issued an ultimatum to Christian village villagers um, in a couple of villages, and villagers were reportedly ordered to leave their homes within three days or convert to Islam. As a result, over 2,000 people have fled from those two villages alone. Uh, it's a a crazy thing when we think of the world that we live in where that people um, just go around uh, killing people who have a different religion than them uh, we as Christians obviously don't or don't condone anything like that don't do anything like that uh, and many times I know uh, the Catholic Church with the Crusades and the things like that I know people point to that as Christianity doing that but um, as uh, most of us know we aren't the same stripe as Catholics anyway, but um, nonetheless, uh, we need to be vigilant for ourselves, make sure that we're not uh, falling into something like that, into some sort of danger. We need to make sure that we're aware of what's going on, and and uh, but on the more spiritual side of it, we need to make sure that we're praying for our brothers and sisters around the world. It's a, a terrible thing to live in a place where it's, it's constant um, wondering if if some radical group or radical person is going to come through your front door and shoot you just because you're a Christian or if they're going to come to your church on Sunday just because they know it's a, a Christian church or a Catholic church and, and shoot you and 
kill you and try to persecute you just just because um, that's not a religion of peace as it's been called but that is a, a uh, religion of terror and it is terrorism trying to uh, convert the world to their religion um, which has much flaws in it but I'm not going to get into that um, so uh, with those two news stories uh, being said and being talked about let's jump into our daily walk through the book of James looking at James chapter 1 verses 13 down through verse 21. So our uh, verses as I said are verse 13 through verse 21 if you have a Bible and you want to follow along that's fine if you're driving um, I would advise you not to follow along in your Bible but uh, nonetheless I'm going to read um, just uh, three of the verses verse 13 down through verse 15 then we're going to look at some things here uh, that we can learn from this verse 13 uh, starting here in James 1 it says let no man say when he is tempted I'm tempted of God for God cannot be tempted with evil neither tempteth he any man but every man is tempted when he is dr uh, drawn away of his own lust and enticed then when lust hath conceived it bringeth forth sin and sin when it is finished bringeth forth death um, as was with the other lesson um, on the book of James, uh, the show notes are really just the blog post on samgeckler.com. You can find that by looking for uh, day two of that in the in the post there, or you can go on the podcast page and just click on the show notes, and it'll take you to there. But uh, something I want us to notice um, is that we are the people who end up getting us into temptation. The name of the blog post that I have here is you're your own worst enemy. And I think that's uh, a true thing. Look at verse number 14. It says, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust. Uh, in my in my Bible, I have those words. I put every man is underlined, and then I have he underlined and his own lust underlined. It's us that cause us to be tempted. It's basically what James is saying. He says, "Hey, you're the reason uh, that you're tempted." There's some things that we need to know. Uh, we'll be coming. Uh, will become temptations if we spend too much time looking at them. There's uh, things that that uh, maybe aren't necessarily bad things, but things that are going to pull us from God and. And a, a perfect example of this temptation is found in the book of Genesis in chapter 13 and then uh, chapter 19. We find uh, someone by the name of Lot, and this is not an uncommon story. This is something that all of us know very well, I'm sure. But Abraham and Lot are traveling together. Abraham is his uncle, and and they are... Um, uh, traveling and, and they're they're getting their servants are getting into quarrels over I don't know what it may be the the sheep or the cattle or whatever uh, it could possibly be and Abraham offers a solution the two men take their respective sheep servants etc and they they separate they go their own ways and there are four things that I uh, want us to notice here about the the book of or not the book the the life of Lot that correlates well with the book of James. First, we can notice that Lot looked in Genesis 10, verse, or in Genesis 13, verse 10. We find uh, Lot looking around at the world, and and he sees these things uh, that the world has to offer. I would encourage you to not even look at what the world has to offer. That's where it starts. Many times we see what the world has, and that's where we start thinking, "Oh, I wish I could do this." Or um, now I know there's some things that we can't avoid seeing. But I, I, I encourage you, and I, I pray that you would keep yourself um, um, from 
from playing the card of woe is me, I wish I had uh, fill in the blank, or I wish I could do and fill in the blank there. So we see Lot looking at what the world has to offer, and then in verse uh, 13, and then uh, in verse chapter 13, verse 10, and then in verse 13 again, it sees we see that Lot lusted. Not only did he look at what the world had, he started lusting after it. He saw that the plains of Sodom were well watered, as it says. I have Imagine him seeing the lush uh, landscape around, and then uh, making that making him desirous of the area of Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah, and the cities around. Let's. Uh, I, I believe that we also can see another reason that we know Lot was lusting towards Sodom and Gomorrah in verse thirteen. As I said, it, it says, and he pitched his tent towards Sodom. If you picture life in such a way that when you get up every morning, you see sin there. And then when you go to bed each night, you see sin is there. When you uh, watch your children play, you see sin that sin is there behind them. Then it's safe to assume that you're lusting after that sin. You're heading towards it. If you put your life in such a way that you're constantly looking at sin, then then you're probably uh, lusting towards that sin and wanting to go uh, towards it. Excuse me, this uh, lust turned into action because the next time we see Lot uh, in Genesis 19, uh, he's the he's a, a, a ruler or a leader in Sodom sitting at the gate of the city. So we see uh, Lot looking towards Sodom and then lusting towards Sodom. And uh, next we see uh, he ended up lingering in Sodom, Genesis uh, 19 and verse 16. This is jumping ahead in the story quite a bit. Abraham's already prayed to God and asked him to uh, spare the city, and and they go down through the through the if there's fifty, if there's forty, if there's uh, twenty or thirty, twenty, ten, you know, you know the story there. And and God agrees that if he finds a few, then uh, they he won't destroy the city. And the angels have already uh, come and and warned a lot that the city is going to be destroyed. He told them of the coming imminent destruction. He told them as uh, he ended up, uh, the angels left and Lot went out to tell his family and his family even laughed at him. He, uh, even after all that, uh, his family laughed. He tried to get them to to be right and, and to change their way and leave the city with him. And they, they laughed. Even after all that, we see in verse number 16 that he lingered in Sodom. It's almost as if, if he started thinking that everyone else was right and the angels were wrong. Uh, he lingered in sodomy. I don't know if he was taking his time packing or uh, if he was just uh, not not paying attention, not knowing what was going on. But he was so deep in sin that the uh, it seems that the prospect of God's judgment had, had lost its effect on him only after uh, a short time. Since old was so strong that it says that the angels literally came back and had to grab him uh, by his hand and drag him from the city. I want you to imagine that uh, two angels had come to him and told him that the city was going to be destroyed. Uh, from God they were sent. And he went and he told his family and his family laughed at him. And then he uh, didn't run out of the city uh, immediately. He lingered and he waited there. Then we see, uh, because he looked at sin, he lusted after it, he uh, lingered in sin that he ended up losing um, in Genesis 19, 14, uh, down through the through verse 38. There are some things that uh, he lost because of his sin. 
You see, he lost his influence. We kind of talked about that just a moment ago. He he uh, said, hey, this city's going to be destroyed, and his family just laughed at him. And he lost his fear of God. We see that also. I just mentioned that as he lingered in the city and, and didn't seem to um, count the fact that God was actually going to judge uh, what was going on there. He lost his wife, as we know. Uh, she looked back and lingered for the city that she had known and was turned to a pillar of salt. He lost his children. Uh, you know the remainder of the story there. They they lost uh, all all their fear of God as well, and and the sin that they committed there. And the the old saying is sin will take you farther than you want to go. It'll keep you longer than you want to stay. It'll cost you more than you want to pay. And that's so true. And and that's a very uh, true statement. And it all goes back to how we're tempted and how how we cause ourselves to be tempted. We need to guard our eyes and guard our heart, because uh, it says, "When lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth death, or it bringeth forth sin, rather, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death." We see that uh, God gives us ways to avoid temptation, and. In other parts of the Bible, he tells us there's no temptation taking you such as common to man, but God is faithful who will not give a way of escape. And I know that uh, part of that might be paraphrased, but uh, God does give us a way of escape. There's never a time where we're tempted that we can't get out of it. Any temptation that comes into our life, whether by us or or by uh, something we see uh, accidentally or whatever it may be, it's there's there's never a time where God says, oh, this temptation, I'm not going to give you a way to get out of it. God always gives us a way out of temptation, but we need to make sure uh, that we aren't being our own worst enemy, that we're not trying to uh, do everything on our own if it, if we would be uh, if you could think that way but but we're relying on God and asking him to help us uh, through the way so let's not be like lot let's guide, guard our eyes guard our heart and not be people who are our own worst enemy and tempted and when we are tempted make sure we're relying on God and, and looking for that way of escape not not playing with sin as much as we can and then and then trying to turn uh, but but as soon as we see that temptation coming, get out of it. So we don't end up like Lot, looking at sin, lusting after it, lingering in and then losing because of it. Don't be your own worst enemy this 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 week. Make sure you're not doing uh, things that put you in temptation. But get out of temptation because every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. And lust when it hath conceived bringeth forth sin, and sin when it is finished bringeth forth death. So let's get out of temptation and not be our own worst enemy. Well, I hope you enjoyed uh, that short uh, look at the book of James there about uh, temptation. Uh, just one quick announcement uh, before we go uh, today. Um, I'm running a little bit of a promotion. If you order a, a uh, Contend t-shirt or phone case, I'm going to throw in a copy of either my uh, book that I wrote from high school to high calling or uh, the CD that I have the family favorites instrumental CD I'll throw in one of those and if you buy a hoodie I'll throw in one of each so you can uh, either buy something if you're giving it as a gift then you can have a CD for yourself or if you're buying something for yourself you can have a CD or a book to give away to make good Christmas gifts all of them do um, with how we have those shirts printed if you're wanting to get one for Christmas you need to get your order in uh, because it takes it does take a few days uh, for the printer to get the order and then for it to get shipped out so 
So check those out. You can check out the shirts on the Contend uh, website at samgeckler.com. Check it uh, out under the store tab. You can find all the products there. Um, I'd encourage you to take a look at them. Uh, click on them and go to the actual printer site so you can uh, look at the different variations, different colors there. Very cool things. We have some things in the works as well with those. So uh, take advantage of, of that deal. Uh, the CD is a $10 value. The book is a, a $5 value. And you can get those for free if you order uh, a shirt or a sweatshirt. You can get both of them. Um, I'm going to make a, a little video about that uh, tonight. So if you're watching this Friday or listening to this Friday morning, you'll know about it before the video comes out this evening. So go ahead and take advantage of that. And if you do, if you do order a shirt or a sweatshirt, uh, message me on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, or email me at contendpodcast at gmail.com. Let me know that you ordered it and what you'd like. I'll, I'll probably correspond with you for just a minute and make sure I have all your information. Uh, sometimes I don't get those orders right away because they go straight to the printer. So um, let me know that you did. I can get the, the my end of the things that worked out uh, as they're working on getting the shirt printed. So uh, take advantage of that, as I said, and kind of on that same note, this episode has been brought to you by the book from high school to high calling by myself and you can pick a copy of that up at contendpublications.com it makes a great uh, christmas gift for a teenager or maybe um, a young adult who's uh, looking for purpose or maybe just uh, if you know someone if you're a youth pastor it's a great resource as well so you can pick that up as i said at contendpublications.com or you can order a shirt and get one for free uh, so go ahead and do that and also if you have any topic suggestions any uh, questions comments about the podcast or the blog email us at contendpodcast at gmail.com it's contendpodcast at gmail.com and take a moment and follow us on facebook and on instagram and keep up with all the new things going on here at the podcast and on the blog. And I hope by reading the blog and listening to these podcasts, you and I can both better contend for the faith delivered to the saints.